Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 25 of the Marcus Talks What's the Point podcast. Um, I'd like to just thank everyone who listens um, for listening and for supporting me and what I do and um, for sending messages and stories about your own struggles. Um, Obviously, it really does mean the world because it means that these are are being listened to and making an impact. Um, You know, they don't, it's not going to align with everyone. Um, I am only uh, a human myself. So um, some of the views that I have and my life experiences are going to be completely different from yours. Um, But hopefully I can just shed some light on, um, on my story and the way I've had to go through my life and the things that I've learned. And hopefully then it'll just, you'll be able to pick something out of there, even one little sentence or um, one little tip or trick that you can use in your daily life. Um, that's basically why I'm doing this. You know, I'm not I'm not here as a healer. I'm not here to um, to kind of, you know, advise you. These are just merely kind of my life experiences and maybe some suggestions that um, you could try to to kind of navigate your uh, your daily chaos as well so um, but yeah today I, I, I wanted to talk about um, about letting go um, and just learning to let go and what I mean by this is when we go through life and we have all of these pressures and societal expectations and money issues and struggles and, um, you know, when things just seem to never give up, um, you know, the, the, the struggles that just keep coming along and, and landing on your shoulders. Um, one, of the, one of the main things that I learned and one of the, the the kind of pivotal moments for me was um, learning to let go. And that's letting go of anything that's troubling you. Um, it could be uh, a romantic relationship. It could be uh, business. It could be financial stuff. Um, because generally what you're actually going through you know, the, the struggles that you're going through and the, the, the lows that we go through and we, we get ourselves into, yes, they are triggered by external things like a romantic relationship, like financial situations, um, like societal expectations. Um, but the way we perceive those things inside of us is what makes us hurt or what creates the pain for us inside because we have an expectation of how we should feel um and that is down to the way that we've been uh, brought up or the way that society's kind of molded us you know let's take happiness for example for an example now happiness um you know i'm guessing you already know it's not a forever um, a forever emotion, you know, it is an emotion on the scale of emotions. You know, we've got a huge spectrum of emotions from extremely sad to extremely happy. Um, and happiness is sold to us 
you know, through advertising subliminally. Um, when you see, you know, even on a, a Colgate toothpaste advert, uh, you know, it's all about the smiles and everyone's happy and, you know, all of these things we've actually been around, um, especially in the Western world, we've been around since birth um, and they conditioned us to make us think that being happy is the only way to be and being, you know, successful is the only way to be and, you know, all of those things. And what that does is creates a real big dissatisfaction with the actual reality of life um and the reality of life is there's going to be fucking tough times there's going to be really hard days even when you're um you know doing really well at work or even when you've met the love of your life or you know you're still going to have bad days these are just a given but the th the difference is how you perceive that bad day you know let's say um you're you've got a great relationship with a great partner and that's going really well but you have um an upset at work um where or you you might have lost your job uh, you know something to that degree that's gonna floor you you know it's not your partner or it's not that side of things, it's going to floor you. It's going to create those down, low emotions. And you are allowed to feel that way. You know, often, especially in this day and age, with, like, positive affirmations and, you know, it's it's basically uh, toxic positivity. Um, you know, we're, we're taught that you can kind of smile at every moment you can live in the moment and you can kind of avoid your bad emotions and your negative emotions and we've got to think positively um, all the time you know and that's just it's not fair and it's not true you know if you speak to any human being that has any sort of realness to them they will explain something very similar uh, in their own lives um, challenges, challenges that have come up for them in their own lives <clears throat> that they've had to get through. Um, and that's, that's the point here. Like shit happens. It does. It's inevitable. We're not, we're not on a linear straight line to happiness. We are on like, almost like the seasons you know, like you get winter, you get autumn, you get uh, spring and summer, you know, your emotions are the same and your life is the same. Um, it's what we do with the information, you know, let's say you've been served that shit sandwich of you've lost your job. It's what you do and how you interpret that information that affects the outcome. Now, you're allowed to feel shit for that because that's a shitty thing you know it's not a good thing it's not a nice thing to happen to you so you're not just going to be skipping and dancing and you know unless you hate the job anyway um but you're not going to be in the best frame of mind because that's happened 
And you need to allow that emotion to come in. You need to allow to feel sad or anger. Uh, you know, you need to not suppress those emotions because suppressing them, you're just hiding what you're actually truly feeling. Um, and that's that's the, the kind of gripe that I've got with this kind of modern day toxic pos- positivity is it, there's a lot of suppression there. There's a lot of like avoiding the negative, you know, life's a balance, life's yin and yang, life's black and white. It's like there's so much, you know, there's so much goodness, but there's so much sadness as well. And these things have to go hand in hand. We have to go through hard times. We have to go through our winter, you know. Um, And these will happen periodically over years or um, over weeks or months or whatever it is. Um, These low days will come. And the, the difference is how you interpret whatever's happening to you or whatever's happening within you. Because if you start looking at things like everything's your fault or um, like, let's say you've, you know, that, that job loss situation, if you've lost your job or if you were fired from your job, whatever it is, um, if you think that you're shit and you're, you're at fault and it's because of you and you start wallowing and you start digging deeper and you start going into your insecurities and, you know, and just for the record, everybody has insecurities. Every single person on this planet has insecurities. It's just the way that we deal with them and it's the way that we perceive them. And it's the the the, the self-talk that we give ourselves that makes the difference, you know. We've all got our own map of the world. Like I see things through my eyes, my biases and my life experiences. And that's why I said at the start with this podcast, you know, it's not going to align with everyone because this is my this is my life experience. And I'm putting this out there, you know, hopefully to help people um, that are on a similar path. But we all have different ways of dealing with things and you know, the people that appear, quote unquote, constantly happy, they've just got a different way, a different filter within their mind or within their thought process that filters things differently. You know, some people are always wired more towards, um, you know, there's got to be a positive in, in everything, which I kind of agree with. There are, you know, the, the shittest thing in the world could happen to you and, somewhere there is a positive there um you know and people are some people are wired like that other people such as myself are wired negatively they'll wallow um procrastinate um self-loathing all of that kind of stuff and that's the tricky part that's where it starts to get real you know whatever you're experiencing gets real inside you and you start feeling these emotions and you start becoming depressed and you start drinking and you start sleeping around and you start taking drugs and you know because that filter that the other um the other half would have we've got a filter that filters everything negatively and 
um, you know, we can't seem to, we can't seem to just let it go, which is why I'm doing this podcast about letting go. Because as, as soon as I heard the word, and there might be certain words for you that um, will align with you, that will kind of be your word. But for me, the word was surrender. And I, I had to surrender a lot of pride, um, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of um, anger. I, I just had to let it go because what I was trying to do was trying to push against it. You know, there was a lot of external things happening in my life, um, divorce, uh, business that was failing, um, financial issues, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but as soon as I heard the word surrender, it almost lifted all of that from me. You know, I'm not saying that the problems, external problems went away because of course they didn't, but the way that I was filtering it uh, through to my mind, the way that my thoughts were filtering what was going on changed as soon as I heard that word surrender, because I'd, I'd seen it before. I'd obviously spoken it before. I'd read it before, but there was just this one moment where I thought, of course, like I'm worrying far too much about these small details and these fine details and this and that and, you know, trying to bury my head in the sand and trying to, like, the, 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 the saying that always came up was, I shouldn't feel like this. I should be happy. I should be da-da-da-da-da, you know. But surrender doesn't mean that you just fuck off and be lazy. It just means that self-care, that kind of just let it go, breathe it out and we'll sort this shit out, you know, because that problem or perceived problem on the outside world is still going to be there whether I'm stressing about it or not. You know, that added stress I could really do without because I need to think straight and think logically and right, how am I going to deal with all of these issues? But you know, my filter at the time was everything was lumped on my shoulders. I felt helpless. Um, and I was pushing back a lot of the the inevitable things that were happening. I was trying to hold on to, um, you know, the, the marriage that was breaking down. I was trying to hold on to the business that was failing. Um, and it, it just took me, took me a while to understand um, what, I, what I needed to do, but that word surrender just triggered me into, I know what I need to do now. I just need to fucking let go of this. I need to stop making myself ill, worrying about things that I can't control, and I just need to surrender and just let it go. You know, the Beatles song, Let It Be, that's a very similar... It's got a very similar tone to it. Um, you know, just let it be. Let it go. Surrender. Like we we find it so difficult, especially when our pride is involved or guilt or shame or whatever. We find it so difficult to just let go because there's so much wrapped up. There's so many stories wrapped up in 
um, in a marriage or a business or, um, you know, like you romanticize about everything. Like the business, I romanticized about how um, proud I was for doing it and how, and don't get me wrong, I'm still proud of myself for doing it. But the stories that are kind of weaved into it, I can't, I can't stop this now because um, I've got this image of myself now and people think that I'm successful and, you know, um, I've got to uphold my social image or my, my pride. Um, and the same with, same with a marriage. I've got to hold onto this thing because I didn't want to let it go down the same route that my parents went down, you know, um, and then it was just, I was just squeezing and holding onto something that wasn't working and it wasn't right for me. It was making me ill. Um, and the same with the business, you know, there's got to be a point where enough is enough, you know, when it is costing so much of your mental health, when it's costing more than you're actually gaining, that's when you need to start considering letting go and just surrendering and just dealing with the problem. Because as soon as you do that, you get a new lease of life. You know, you get a new perspective, you get a fresh outlook. Because what I was holding on to was pride and I was ashamed behind the pride and I was guilty and there's so much wrapped up in there because obviously I'm guilty for not being able to provide for my son properly or whatever it is. Um, but behind that, it was pride. I was just too proud to let go. I was too proud to accept reality. You know, that acceptance and that surrender, that was the key. That was where I just was able to let it all go. And think, right, okay, this is a problem and I can stress about it or I can deal with it. You know, the stress was me trying to deal with it in my own way. And the stress was like building up on my shoulders and trying to trying to appease uh, people and trying to keep people happy or trying to uphold my image, you know. It was all very stressful. It was all very ego um, and pride, you know. But as soon as I let it go, as soon as I just breathed out and let it go, as soon as I understood that word surrender, everything changed. Because then I could just give myself a pat on the back. You fucking tried hard, mate. Uh, it's now time to move on, you know. And you can kind of use this with a lot of scenarios, a lot of situations in your life. And I know there's, um, there's big things happening to people, especially with, um, you know, their health and stuff that is really sad and really unavoidable. Um, but again, the stress that we put ourselves under to try and navigate through these storms, sometimes it's just undeserved we don't deserve to put this amount of stress on us you know we can look at we can look at all the, all of these external things and just say nothing ever nothing ever goes right for me nothing goes right and you know you can wallow in that and you can go really deep and 
you know, you'll never get out of there. Or you can go, okay, this situation's really shit. Um, I really don't like it, but I'm going to try um, my hardest to understand it, to understand my limitations, to stop stressing so much over the things that you can't control and to just get a plan of action. You know, the saying Rome wasn't built in a day. It's not. I'm still on my mental health journey. I haven't reached a pinnacle of enlightenment so I can, you know, sit in a cave with the monks. I'm still on my journey. I still struggle daily with certain things, certain uh, character traits, certain conditioning, but I'm a million times better than I used to be. And I'm proud of that. And I don't hate myself like I used to. I still have certain things that I don't like about myself, but that's okay. You know, we are only human. And like I say, Rome wasn't built in a day. These are just daily steps that you have to take in order to kind of reach a place of inner peace. You know, some days I have lovely, content, peaceful, happy, sunshine in the flowers. You know, I get those moments, but there are other days where everything is on top of me. Everything is going wrong. And the bottom line is my part of the equation which is how I filter, how I interpret, that is the main source. That, I mean, that is the only part of the equation that creates the outcome, you know, because everything else is going wrong around me, um, again, externally. But the way I filter it will define the outcome. So learning to let go of that, whatever it is, learning to let go of um, that toxic relationship that you got treated like shit in, but you love them um, and it's still got a hold on you. Learning to let that go is going to create more space for you. It's going to create a better, um, a better place for you to grow from. And also, all of the shit that we go through all of the troubles, all of the financial hardships, all of the hardships that we go through make us who we are today. I wouldn't be sitting here on my own in a room recording a podcast for you guys if I hadn't been through shit myself. If life was just rosy, I mean, it'd be pretty fucking boring. But if life was just rosy, then we'd, we would have no art, we would have no music, we would have no creative people, we would have nothing to talk about. You know, life is hard. It's fucking hard. Especially today in this society today, to try and fit in and navigate and buy things and pay for things and... Um, you know, look like you're doing well and look like you've got your mental health in order and look like you can handle your drink or, you know, life's fucking hard, man. 
but the, I mean, I mean, all of those expectations, surrender from those, surrender, let go. Let go of the things that are costing you too much mental health. Because I have friends from school that are doing well, okay? So doing well on the societal ladder. They have a nice house, nice car, two kids, married, you know, all of those things, all of those ticks that we we tick off along our journey. And they are struggling. They've reached out to me. They are struggling to um, get the mental clarity and they're struggling under the weight of everything, all of the expectations. And sometimes you've just got to fucking let it go and just surrender because there's so much noise, you know, the kindest thing you can do to yourself or for yourself is just to let this go. Whatever's troubling you, whatever, whatever's bothering you, you know, it's still going to be there. But the way you interpret, the way you filter, the way you think about it can change. You can change that part. And it starts with accepting there's the problem and then just fucking surrendering that awful weight that you've been carrying around. Um, and then you can create change. You, you know, you can get your ducks in a row again. You can create change. You can send those emails that you need to send to get some more work or you can, you know, you, you can do it from a place of clarity, not from a place of desperation. Because often if you don't let go of all of the stress, then you will be making desperate, um, desperate uh, decisions um, based on your emotional state. You'll take any work, you will lower your standards, you'll get into a toxic relationship, you know, you'll start drinking again. You know, it's all about self-worth and self-love. And I know those words are banded round and it's, it's, you know, it's fucking sometimes too much for a, a depressed person to even fathom, you know, oh, self-love, oh, that's for other people. Self-love is just treating yourself kindly throughout this chaos that is life. You know, if you want something bad, if you want a better life, you have to do it from a place of clarity. You have to get to a point where you can't take any more and you have to let that go and you have to do it from a place of clarity. You have to start walking from there. You know, you don't need a fucking massive plan of action. You know, all you need really is a goal in the distance, whatever that might look like. And just start walking in that direction because there's going to be hurdles. There's going to be things that get in your way. And again, the way you interpret it, the way you interpret those hurdles and the way you filter the things getting in the way will define the path that you're on. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that happen to us throughout our lives that are out of our control, you know, whether it be abuse or, um, trauma or, you know, bullying or whatever it is that we go through. There's a lot of things that we cannot control. But what we can control 
And what we are 100% responsible for, 100% responsible for, is the way we deal with it. And the way we come back and bounce back. Because, you know, let's say we've, we've suffered abuse um, in our childhood and it still has a hold on us. You weren't responsible for the abuse that happened to you. You know, that is completely out of your control. And it's fucking horrific. It's sad. And I wish nobody had to go through that. Because it's horrible. But what you're 100% responsible for is how you deal with that now. You have agency over your thoughts. You have agency over your life. Through your thoughts through the way you filter things, through the way you perceive things, you know, you're 100% responsible for the outcome of your life. And that doesn't mean you need a Lamborghini and a fucking mansion. You know, there's a lot of paths that we can take in our lives. There's a lot of different routes. You know, you're... 100% responsible for staying in an abusive relationship. You're 100% responsible for staying in a job that you don't like. You know? And that's what I mean with the the responsibility. You you need to hold yourself responsible for the way your life is and the, the way it's going. Even bad behaviours, even bad thought processes, you're responsible for them. Because if you let them run riot... They will run your life for you. You know, let's say your thoughts are like a naughty pet, you know, that bites people. You wouldn't let it bite everyone if it was a normal dog. You wouldn't, you'd, you'd control the dog and you would change the outcome. You know, if you let it run free and bite everyone, the dog would get put down and that's the outcome. You'd probably go to prison. But, you know, your thoughts are like a dog. Are you going to let it bite you constantly or are you going to hold yourself responsible for the way it acts? And I think you know, you can see where I'm going. You can see what I'm getting at here because, you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there for people that don't feel like they have opportunities to change. And, I mean, I'm an example of it. I, again, I'm... St- still fucking flawed to fuck. I still have shit I need to deal with and process. And I still have bad behaviors and bad thoughts. And I say things that I don't want to say sometimes. And I, you know, I still have all of that. I'm a deeply flawed human being like the rest of us. But what I do have is responsibility over my actions, my thoughts, my outcomes And when you start thinking about things in that way, there's a little bit of hope there that you can actually start to change. You can start to come out of your comfort zone. You can start to meet new people. You can start to look at the career that you've always dreamed of doing, but you've been stuck in a a dead end job for, you know, the past however many years. You know, you're you're 100% responsible. You can scroll on your phone all night. Or you can do that course that will help you get on that path that you want to get on. 
you know, there's a lot of um, external noise out there to keep our, to hijack our thoughts. You know, social media is one, hijacking our thoughts. WhatsApp's probably another one. You know, I know it's a means of connecting people, but it hijacks you. You know, when I, when I look at the, the amount of time that I spend on these certain um, apps on my phone, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of mind-blowing, really, that, you know, you can spend an hour out of your day. You've only got 24 hours in a day, but you can spend an hour just aimlessly scrolling while you're on the toilet, while you're, um, you know, uh, stationary parked, you know, without your engine running. Um you know, the, these things hijack our thoughts. These things hijack our creativity. And it's our responsibility to fight against those urges and those apps and create a life that we want to create. You know, we need to create the sanctuary that we want to live in. We don't want to be ruled by everyone else and we don't want to be ruled by our bad dog emotions um, because we are 100% responsible for that and the, the sooner we realise that and again the sooner we surrender and that's the key there you need to surrender f- what's going on with you but as soon as we surrender and we take the responsibility 100% responsibility we can start to change we can start to walk into the right dire- in the right direction you know and again, I'm not saying that that means we need to look like people on Instagram or we need a Lamborghini or we need a nice house or whatever it is. That just means living in alignment with your true values and who you are. Stop denying your true self the life that it needs to live healthily. You know, because life is tough enough. There's a lot of shit around every corner. But if you're giving yourself that self-love and honouring your honouring your values and yourself, then you're on a good path. Okay, so I'm going to leave that one here today, guys. Um, I hope that one has hit the nail on the head for some people. Um, and yeah, if you want some one-on-one coaching with me, you can head to my website www.marcus-talks.com and you can send me a message on there and we can connect so yeah um stay tuned i'll keep doing these as and when i can and again just thanks for listening guys it really does mean the world and i hope you get a lot of value from this thank you